0: I'm going to tell you a quick story. Street performers tell great stories. I remember seeing you sweat. Be they comic or tragic, they're always entertaining. Oh my God, what a good one. This is a Stories from the Pitch short. Welcome to Stories from the Pitch, a podcast dedicated to creating a living oral history about street performing and some of the crazy characters who populate this world. A sense of mischief and an understanding of comedy seem to be integral components for a great street show, but for some performers, these attributes are a huge part of their life both on and off stage. Get the right group of performers together, put them in the right environment, and give them the opportunity to play, and you've got all the elements necessary for some legendary and hilarious stories. Kiwi performer Shea Hooray, for whom water slides are hydro slides and bathing suits are togs, sat down with Magic Brian to share some of the highlights from a gig he did with the USA breakdancers in the South Pacific in a collection we're calling Fun in Fiji.
1: Shay Hooray. With a uh, sore throat from Soar Halifax. Throat. Ah. I went to the doctor um, yesterday yeah. in Halifax before I left. He said, open up. And he goes, mmh little roar. And I went, rawr. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Thank you, Tommy I mean, Cooper.
0: <laughs> I knew your, your sense. So, Shay, we're here in Toronto. Mm. And you're going to share a short story that I've requested about our friend Julio.
1: Yeah, clown when we were in um, Fiji.
0: Yeah, how long ago was this?
1: It might have be been not two thousand and ten, uh, and did the whole festival and clown was just cracking me up. This actually reminds me of another story as well. Uh, Is it about the fish? No, no. Oh, what's the one about the fish? And something but he, you were in the water and he. Oh, he was too scared to go in the water in Fiji because they had the little water snakes <laughs> no, that that's go fish. up the end of your pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, Hell no, I ain't going there. Oh <laughs> holy cracks me up something crazy. So we'd finished the festival and we got taken to this plantation island. It was this part of the gig you get taken three days on this plantation island. So we're there and we're having a drink and he's like, In one hour it's my birthday And I'm like, No, you're joking. And I, really? And all the others had gone to bed. So I was like, well, I've got some duty-free here, man. Well, I've got some rum. So let's um, crack open this duty-free and make it happen, you know? Clown agrees. grease. So I crack open this rum and I'm like, what are we gonna do? We're got to do something, it's your 40th. Yeah, it was his 40th. Like, we have got to do something special, something that we'll remember your 40th birthday, man. And I'm like, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. As soon as it clicks over on your 40th birthday, you're gonna go down the Hydra slide. Yeah. It's going to be awesome, clown. Go and get your togs on. Oh, hell no, hell no. I ain't doing that. So where were you that there was a hydro slide? Well, it was on this plantation island, which is like a resort. Oh, OK. So it's like we're all in these little bungalows and stuff like that. And yeah. there's a like swimming pools and stuff for those who don't want to swim in the beautiful ocean. So he gets his togs on, and we're walking down, and we get down to the adult's. Hydra slide, and they've put the gate over it. Hydra slide closes at 11 o'clock at night. I was like, oh, shit, okay. Well, that's not going to work. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then I've got this moment of inspiration. Oh, my God. There's the kids' Hydra slide, Julio. This is even better. If you go down the kids' Hydra slide to, to mark your 40th, how fitting is this? You know. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So we're going over, and I'd apologize for all of my attempts at doing Hullo's accent. And, um, it's he, not bad. He, so we get over to this kid's hydro slide, and he's like, oh, it's a bit small. <laughs> I mean, Hullo's a big boy, and and a, it's a kid's hydro slide. <laughs> right. So, combination. so he gets in, and he sort of nestles down in. And from the bottom of the hydro slide, he's like, oh, it's going to be a tight fit. <laughs> And he tries to sort of push himself off and he doesn't go anywhere. He's just <laughs> sitting still in this slide. So he's like, I'm going to have to try and give myself a pull with my hands on the top of the slide. It was like, not full circle, it was just the bottom and half of the, of the yeah. Open, open, yeah. So he's like pulling himself along and he's like, <laughs> like this. And he's like, oh, maybe if I get, as it starts to get a bit steeper, then I'll take off. And what I'm seeing at the bottom of the hydrocide <laughs> is that, you know, the water usually trickles out of the bottom of the hydrocide. Well yeah. Julio's dammed up the hydrocide, yeah? There's no water coming out the bottom now. So he's got this like pool of water behind him. So he's like <laughs> And he's like, Oh how I'm i st- <laughs> I'm st- Oh how oh, no, I'm stuck. Oh hell. And and I'm just absolutely wetting myself laughing So anyway, he gets into the chicane, right, and this is where he, he becomes sort of visible But just before he gets into the chicane, the security guard comes running out You can't be in here. You can't be out. He's an Indian man. You can't be in No, no, it's, you're not allowed That's your impression of an Indian man? No, no, I can do a better one, but I'm being sensitive <laughs> um, and uh, he's like, you can't go down, you can't go down slate. No, 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 no. Yes, no, okay. no, 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 no. And I'm like, look, it's my friend's 40th birthday. All he wants to do is go down the slide, please. And he's like, no, 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 no. He has to go back. And I'm like, dude, it's impossible. He's stuck in there. The only way for him to get out is to keep going down. <laughs> And then at this stage, Julio, you hear him coming around the corner. Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. Like this. And then the security guard sees Julio, who's sitting literally, like with his arms rested on the top of the slide. And the security guard sees it and he's like, what the hell is going on? This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And Julio's going through the chicane. You know, the Mm corkscrew of the hydroside, which would normally be at some, you know, high speed sort of action. Yeah. Julio's going through at about half a metre per minute. (laughs) Like, (laughs) he's buggered. Like, he's actually getting knackered, you know, because it's hard work. (laughs) That's like saying, I'm going to pull myself, uh, drag myself on my bum across the floor. For 10 minutes. Yeah, for 10 minutes, yeah. Anyway, he eventually gets right near the bottom and you see his legs drop, so his toes are dangling in the pool. But he still hasn't fallen out, that no, thing. He's sitting in it. And he just sort of leans forward and drops into the pool. And then literally about 120 litres of water <laughs> has been that. backing up. So it's like he's filled up the hydro slide, yeah? It was like a 40th, Birthday rebirthing. <laughs> he, he, was, he was born again that day. Like, <laughs> yeah. But the guy who um, security guy. No, no, no. The guy who, who books the festival is a Kiwi guy, New Zealander called Shane. He calls him the calls himself Cocky the Clown. Yeah. And he does this. Um. This clown is kind of like big hooped pants, and the kind of the bright yellow wig and all the face makeup and stuff like that. And big shoes. Now that, the real trad sort of clown. So he's booked this gig that we're doing. And when we've turned up, he's told me on the plane as we're flying in, because I flew on the same flight, like, what's in Fijian? I don't know any Fijian. And he's like, um, well, there's this one phrase, I think it was like something Kanamanga or something like that. And Kanamanga? Yeah, or something like that. And it, but he's like, this is like a really formal. When you meet the boss, who's a lady, this is the really formal way of introducing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was, and it, you know, you bow down and you say. It. So I've been practicing it and I've written it down and everything like that. Okay. So we get there and he introduces me to her. Yeah. And I should have seen it coming.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> it's like it coming as you start telling this story. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so I've bowed down and I've said, "Bloody bloody kanamanga." And what it said was something like your pussy smells like stinky feet or something <laughs> like that so she slapped me across the head and gone never listen to anything shane says and this is in a big group of people they're all in the carver circle and i'm like oh what the hell have i seen? and she's like you know what you just said and she told me what I, and i'm like oh i can't believe he set me up with that for like three hours build up you know don't like, and when I think of back, he was sort of smiling. He was just saying, okay, how am I going to get you back? So a bit later in the festival, he calls me up in the hotel and he's like, hey, um, come up to my room. I've got this Fijian rum. We're going to have a rum tonight. And I'm like, oh. And the Fijian rum, like, so. oh, you could run a car on it. I had one go at one drink, and that was with Coca-Cola, and I felt like I wanted to be sick, you know? It mm-hmm. full on. So I was trying to hold off going, and he's called me, he's called me, he's called me. Eventually, I go down to his room. By the stage, he's had maybe two or three of these rums, and mm-hmm. he's got a bit of a glow on He's like, you've got to have a whole glass of straight rum now to make up for the ones you've missed out. And I was like, no, no, please don't do this. But eventually. And you're still plotting. Yeah, I'm still plotting at the stage. And eventually, I'm like, okay. And I drink this bloody rum, and I was like, oh, God. Barely kept it down. But I noticed that he was really quite boozed. And he was wearing a lava lava, which is like sarong. Uh-huh. And uh, due to the fact that he had a couple of drinks, it was occasionally quite obvious that he didn't have any jocks on underneath. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the meat and two veg was coming out for a wee hello peaking, every now and, and then. out every so often. So I was like, okay, he hasn't got he? any onions on. And then eventually the USA Breakers came over for a drink. So he's plying ready with, like, Gallons of this rum, really was right into it <laughs> as he is. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 get it drinking. Yeah, yeah, god, that can that boy scull oh, It's ridiculous. So, I've gone okay to Will, who was there at the time, ill Will, and I've gone, Will, can you just make sure that he stays outside? I've got a little plan. And I found all his washing, mm-hmm. so I grabbed every one of his pairs of undies and then I took the handle off one of his pots in the kitchen. There was like a little kitchenette mm-hmm. in the hotel room. Took the handle off. This is quite elaborate. Yeah, and then put all his undies in and then I filled it up with water. And then I turned his freezer up to full <laughs> and put, put it in his freezer. And it ended up freezing all his fruit and vegetables that he had in his fridge, because it was a fridge freezer sort of thing. So it comes So to not it,
0: only did you freeze his undies, but you ruined all his food.
1: Yeah, well, he deserved it. So uh, what ended up happening was um, the next morning, He was always the first down to the bus that took us down to the gig. So this morning, we're all waiting, and Cookie the Clown, Shane, hasn't turned up. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Turns out that he's up on his balcony with a knife. Chipping away. Chipping away. Because he's got the hoop pants on, and all the kids thought he was amazing. He had queues and queues of kids, and they'd all be grabbing at him and stuff like that. So because he's got the bouncy braces on and the hoop pants... There's no way that Cookie the clown can go out Without underwear Without underwear Otherwise he's going to be doing the meat and two veg <laughs> <laughs> Like he was the night before which he wasn't that worried about that night No So he eventually turns up late He's like someone froze all my underwear And it took him about half the day to actually pin it on me <laughs> Yeah There's didn't, there didn't
0: there didn't been quite out.
1: a few people in the room I got him back but if anyone ever pees you off that's a really good trick there's all the undies. That's a good bit of advice. Yeah, literally, it's like a solid block of ice, and you can see your undies. <laughs>
0: but you can't get to
1: them. Yeah, you can't get to them. Yeah. It's good story, Shay. Eh? Yeah. If only i had a little bit more sleep last night, I could have <laughs> made it sound like it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stories from the Pitch is produced by the Busker Hall of Fame and is made possible through the efforts of a dedicated team who share a passion for the recording, editing, and presenting of these stories. This episode is proudly sponsored by Dolphin Creative, a company who is proud to support street theater and all of the incredible characters who make up this world. Wherever you perform, Dolphin Creative salutes you. For more information, please visit DolphinCreative.org and huge thanks to Stuart Avery and his team for sponsoring this episode. If you like what we're doing, please do swing by the Busker Hall of Fame website, click on the donate button, and throw a little love into our online hat. Your contributions really do allow us to create more content and grow this resource. Music for this episode came from Tim Sars and the Carnival Band from Vancouver. Links to both Tim's work and the Carnival Band are posted in the notes section for this episode on the Busker Hall of Fame website, so do check them out. Got a story to tell, something you think we could improve, or perhaps you're interested in becoming a sponsor of an upcoming episode? If so, drop me a line at cbg at On behalf of myself, Executive Director Lindsay Lindbergh, Lead Story Producer Magic Bryan, who captured this recording, and the rest of the staff of the Busker Hall of Fame, we hope this finds you well. And as you perform for audiences around the world, please remember to use your superpowers for good. I'm David Aiken, the Checkerboard Guy. Thanks for listening.